first impression. I know that you know that we only get one chance to make one of those. <laughs> so every time somebody comes in contact with you, with me, every time we experience a company, organization, a person for the very first time, we start making judgment. And the behavioral scientists, the neuroscientists will suggest that that happens somewhere between zero to 30 seconds. And we wanna be right. So when we make a judgment about somebody, that first impression, Everything that happens after that, we want to prove ourselves right. So if we decided, yes, that's a happy, positive, lovely, nice person, uh, then we want to prove ourselves right. We made a good decision at the start, and yes, they must be a great person. If we meet somebody and they're not such a great person, or they're grumpy, or they're rude, or they're arrogant, or whatever we judge them to be initially at that first impression... Uh, we want to be right. <laughs> so now our brain is looking for all the reasons why our first impression was correct, because as humans, we like to be right. So as a human being, if you want to make a great first impression, and if you are in business, could it be important to make a great first impression? What are some of the things that we need to do? And what are some of the things we don't need to do? And can I share with you passionately and embarrassingly that I have done some of the most stupid things in business that have turned people off. I learned very quickly though, and I'm one of those people that I don't like to make a mistake twice. So every time I've screwed up a first impression, I've done something about it, I've changed immediately. Because, and it's not even for other people's benefit. Yes, I want people to uh, have a wow experience when they meet me, or yes, I'd like to create a positive impression. Or yes, it would be nice if people said, yes, Roe is a nice person, or we love the Max International Colleges, or the many health clubs that I've managed, or the many, many businesses I've been involved with. It would be very nice if that first impression added value to people's lives and was good for the business. But could it be more important that you're proud of your first impression? So every time you come in contact with somebody uh, and they meet you for the first time, whether it's by email, by text message, by Facebook or social media, by your website, by the way you answer the phone or they actually meet you in person, do you want to be proud of that person? If every interaction that you've had with somebody was to be broadcast to the world as a great way to interact with people or a warning on how not to interact with people, how would you go there? And if you analyze all the conversations you've had with people, that you've met for the first time over the last week or month or year, is that something that you would like to say, yes, this is me, the way that I have greeted people, the way that I have treated people has been beautiful. And you might not be concerned about that. It might be really important to you. But if you're going to make a great first impression, haha, <laughs> uh, here's a, a really important thing that I had to learn again the hard way. Uh, the behavioral scientists will share with us that words are a very limited part of our communication. And depending on which behavioral scientists you, you study or ask, uh, they will tell you it's somewhere around the 5 to 7% mark. So of all the communication that we have with people, our words are a tiny amount, which is very interesting because now we often communicate via text message, email, social media, and it is only words. The next part of our communication, which takes us up to about the 50% mark, is our facial expressions, our voice, intonation, and our body language. So a big part of communication, regardless of what you say, will then be backed up by the way your face looks, the voice that you use, and your body language. Yeah, makes sense. 
which leaves us most of, or more than 50%, depending on which behavioral scientist you're talking to, will share with you that your first impression, the person that you are, the communication that you give, has nothing to do with what you say and nothing to do with the way you say it. It has everything to do with who you are. So could it be really important that our first impression should be who we really are? And I spent a lot of my life trying to please other people, say things that other people wanted to hear. I tried to be somebody else because I thought that was better than who I was. And I really learned the hard way that the only way that people are ever going to really know me, they might not like me, uh, more likely to respect me is if I'm who I am, not pretending to be someone else. So there's a great place to start. Be you. Who are you? And that's that uh, exercise that I always do with every business I've ever trained, every exercise professional I've ever trained, everybody that's ever come into my life, because this was a gift given to me when I was 18 years of age, is work out who you are and then be that person. So pick three, five, ten words, whatever number's exciting to you, and be that person at every opportunity, no, I'll rephrase, not at every opportunity, all the time. So every time somebody meets you, you are the person that you are. So I decided at 18, the very first time I went through this exercise, Rowie is tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. And I picked those words, I've lived those words, I am those words, those words are me and have been since I was 18 years of age. So there's a great exercise to start. Now, if people don't like that, <laughs> that's okay because that's me. I'm not going to change who I am to suit other people. And I'm sure you've heard that expression. You can't please all of the people all of the time. Uh, in fact, you'll go crazy if you try. But why would you want to? Don't you want to have the people in your life who respect you for who you are, not for who you're pretending to be? So decide who you're going to be and then be that person in every interaction and particularly in the first impression, or it's not more important in the first impression, but we only get one chance to make that first impression. So if you pretend to be someone else, or if you're having a bad day <laughs> and you're not, uh, there's a really interesting thing because if I'm tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional, even if I'm having a bad day, even if I don't feel like it, even if I'm cold, hot, angry, tired, grumpy, stressed, whatever, I still need to be that person. And often you can walk into an office or a retail store or somebody answers the phone in a business and you know that there's something going on there because the way they answered the phone was grumpy or rude or stressed or and you just you can hear it in the voice. <laughs> and that's the really interesting thing about voice intonation, body language and facial expressions is that they add so much to the to the first impression to the interaction. So who are you and then be that person and then surely after that everything would be easy. But <laughs> here's a great thing to do now. Look back over your past interactions, your particularly your business interactions because often your friends will be a little bit more forgiving. If you're ha having a bad day or if you're stressed or if you're grumpy, maybe your friends will forgive you for that or your family will forgive you for that. But the, the, the commercial world won't forgive you for that. Uh, you only get that one chance to make the first impression. So what does your website look like? What does your social media look like? Because they're a representation of you. They are the first impression. So the, are they representative of those five words? If I say I'm tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional, and I'm on my 
social media with a cigarette in one hand and an alcoholic drink in another and it looked like I'm drugged out of my mind, those words probably won't go <laughs> with the picture. So people are going to look at your social media. You've got to know that. If somebody's going to employ you or they're going to date you or they're going to have an interaction with you, they're going to look at your social media. All, if, all Most people now in business, they will go first to a website or to your Facebook page or they'll have a look at what you're doing before they actually call you. So what does that all look like? Your first impression that isn't you personally, uh, do you have great pictures? Are they professional? The words that you use, are they representative of who you are? Then somehow, some way, somebody's going to contact you, whether, whether it's by text message or email, or they're going to call you, or they're going to come and see you. If they text message you or email you, is it possible that if you don't respond or if you don't respond quickly, that that is the first impression? And I just want to share with you, it's been a fascinating experience for me. Uh, I've been going through uh, the process of building a house, uh, wanting to get stuff done, <laughs> having to interact commercially with the world. And I cannot share with you how many people I've chosen to do business with you. Well, I will share with you how many people I've chosen to do business with because they've got back to me. Uh, I've called at sometimes up to 15 businesses to buy a product or service. And I've left a message, I've sent an email, I've sent a text message, and they don't get back to me. Now, somebody said to me today, oh, that's because that particular industry is very busy at the moment. Is it possible that <laughs> industries become busy and not busy? There's a boom time and there's usually a bust time. But even if there's not, if you're in an industry, for, let's say you're in a supermarket and it's always going to be busy because everybody's got to buy food. But we always have a choice about where we buy our food. We always have a choice of who we do business with. And at the moment, I'm driven by doing business with people that actually follow up. They call me back. And it's not even... Uh, call me back uh, to do business. I would just love somebody to call me back and say, Rowie, we'd love to do the painting or, or fix the tap or help you with the product, but we're too busy at the moment. Could we recommend somebody else? I just want to say thank you for calling us. That kind of interaction means that I'm either going to re refer somebody to that business in the future. They can't help me, but they got back to me and they were professional about it. Or I'm going to want to use that product or service in the future. It's not the what you do for people, it's how you do it. So even if you're booked out, even if you're busy, even if you don't want to do business with that person, you don't know what their connections are and who they do business with and who they will or won't recommend to your business. So why not get into the habit of, if, and if you've got, like me, I've got tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional is it possible that professional means fast follow-up? <laughs> I, I just think that sounds like common sense, but it isn't because in the last, and I'll just use the last 12 months as an example, I have called so many businesses that have just not bothered to call me back. And I get that some people don't have a don't listen to their message bank, but if you're in business and you've got a message bank, should you listen to the messages on your message bank? But I don't, I don't just do that. I send an email and a text message and I leave a message on the website and people just don't get back to me. 
Uh, that just comes across as rude. Uh, that might be my personal opinion, but to me that just means rude. And if I think it's rude, then there might be lots of other old ladies who think that's rude as well. Interestingly, when I use the word old ladies, most people who are more mature are of means. <laughs> most people who are 50, 60, 70 years of age and they've been in business all of their life, A, will be annoyed if you don't call them back <laughs> because they've been in business and... <sighs> When I started in business, if you didn't call people back, you were just considered rude and people didn't do business with you. I've just kept that as a normal part of business. One of the interesting things we always do here at Max is we have a 24-hour uh, non-negotiable standard. If somebody gets in contact with us, we're always back to them within 24 hours, but it's usually less than 24 seconds or 24 minutes because I want people to know that when you contact us, you are important to us. And the only reason that if you've ever contacted us and we haven't got back to you within 24 hours is because we didn't get the message. We are really committed 24-7, 365 days of the year that if you contact us, we will get back to you. Now, here's an interesting reverse of that. I also contact a lot of people. I send a lot of emails. I send a lot of text messages. I make a lot of telephone calls. And it's interesting when you look through your contact list and just do this for fun. All the people that are in your phone or in your email contacts, I could tell you, because I know all of my Mac students all over the world, when I send a text message or I call somebody or I send them an email, on my contacts list, there are people that always call me back, <laughs> always send me a text message or always return my email. And within, same again, within 24 hours, I know that that person, because they have a reputation now of being a person that does fast follow-up, that they get back to me. The reverse of that is there are a lot of people that I send emails and text messages to and, and call, and I know they will never call me back. Or if they do, it will be at some time in the far distant future when they, when they want something. And that's a different kind of reputation, isn't it? Now, I don't care what other people do. If people don't call me back, I actually don't care because I call people because I want to. I send text messages to people because I want to. I send emails to people because I want to. What people do with that is completely up to them, and that goes back to the beginning. What other people do is none of my business. I can't force people to be nice or kind or respectful or have good etiquette or good manners, but I'm not going to lower my standards to suit other people. So if I continually send messages to somebody and they never return my message, or and I often go and check, I check, <laughs> Is this the right number? Is this the right email? Are they, are they still there? I always find out, and yes, most people who don't return my calls or my messages, I know that in itself is a message. Because we live in a world now when you send a message to somebody's phone, you know that they got the message. So if they didn't return it, <laughs> it's because, or well, you get to decide what, what kind of person is that. So first impression is get back to people fast because that will give you a unique selling point. <laughs> you can actually say that now. We will get back to you within 24 hours and that will give you something that no other businesses are doing. It'll also give you a point of difference because people will talk about it. They'll say, oh my God, I called them yesterday and they were here today and I've got a big mouth uh, with businesses and I've had two examples just recently, a carpet cleaner and an awnings company. And I called them one day, they called me back almost immediately, and they were here the next day to do the quote. Wow, that blows my mind. So everybody that lives in my area, I've let them know that if you really want some really good service, you need to work with the J Cleaning Company because they'll get back to you straight away. 
and you really want to talk to the Guthrie Baron folks because in my area, because they, they, ripped, they were friendly on the phone and they got back to me straight away. The reverse of that is I've had three days where I haven't been able to, now I love being in my office, but I've had three days where I've had to be in my office all day because people have promised that they were coming at a certain day and a certain time and they just never showed up. Not only did they not show up, but they didn't call and let me know that they weren't going to show up. That's a first impression because my first impression with, with them was going to be them delivering something to my house or coming to do something at my house and they just didn't do it. I'm asking you if you want to have a successful business, people who respect good business, who respect good manners and are of means, people who have money, they will not love if you don't get back to them. They will not refer you to other people. They will not make excuses for you. They'll just not do business with you. So who are you? What's the first impression you're giving to people via your social media and via their contact with you before they meet you? If they contact you, do you get back to them really quickly? If they contact you, do you have a great voicemail? Now, I get that a lot of people don't use the phone for voicemail anymore, but some people do. And if you're in business and you have a voicemail, you have to check it. And wouldn't it be a great idea to have one that's unique and different and memorable so that people actually want to leave a message? Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, Rowena leave a message is probably not very conducive to, wow, she sounds like a really nice lady. I want to talk to her. The reverse of that is I have a very uh, unique and different voicemail message on my phone because it's about what we do here at Max. And a lot of my students say to me, Rowie, I can't have a message like that because my friends and family would get annoyed. Well, if you're in business, uh, your friends and family are probably not buying your product or service, but people calling you are. And the recommendation for your voicemail is one of three things. A testimonial from one of your clients, a child, because children's voices on a voicemail are just fantastic, or a somebody who is famous that people who are calling you might know that person and they're talking on your message bank. So the coolest is children and I love this. My daddy's the best exercise professional in the world. He'd love to talk to you but he's busy helping other people to be healthy, fit and strong right now but please leave a message and my daddy will call you back. Memorable. <laughs> Same with your auto response on your email. Needs to be memorable. Make sure you've got one so that if people can't talk to you straight away that they can, they know that you got their message. If people contact your website, how often are you checking your website to make sure that you are keeping up with those contacts? That's all called first impression. The next one is really interesting is if you actually answer the phone, which is very rare these days, how are you answering the phone? Uh, I have had this experience and I actually, <laughs> it's becoming now where I, I ask the question. So I call and the response is, yep, what? Who's this? The worst I've ever had, I can't really repeat. Because <laughs> uh, obviously the person that I called had just had a fight with their partner and they thought I was their partner calling them back and they swore at me. Pretty inappropriate. <laughs> How are you answering the phone? Is it unique and memorable? And do people know who they've called? So I'll, every single business that I have called in the last year... I've actually had to say, do you do plumbing? Are you a builder? Do you do carpeting? Uh, do you do carpet cleaning? Because <laughs> they don't answer the phone with hello or thank you for calling. 
Uh, don't use morning or afternoon is the suggestion because if you love your business, you might, people might call you in the morning and it's already the afternoon, or they'll call you in the afternoon, it's already, and you say good morning because you love what you do and the time flies. So just say hello. <laughs> How about thank you for calling? Because are you thankful that your customers or clients or potential customers and clients are calling you? And then why do we say this silly word called speaking? This is Rowena speaking. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> I'm not singing. I don't... I don't go up to somebody on the street and say, hello, my name's Rowena speaking. I just say, hi, my name's Rowena, what's your name? And that's a really unique and different way to answer the phone. Thank you for calling the name of your business. My name's Rowie. Can I ask for your name, please? The most beautiful one I've ever heard was a max exercise professional. Thank you for calling David. Well, thank you for calling XYZ Personal Training. My name's David. To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking today? And he said it like that. To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking today? So answer the phone with passion, enthusiasm, and excitement for your product or service. I always hold my breath when I call people because, A, I don't know if I've called the right number because I don't even use the name of the business. And they sound grumpy or angry or can't be bothered or don't want anything to do with me. And that is a first impression. So have a little analyzation, the word that doesn't exist. If you want, and I'll, I'll rephrase, often people share with me that their business isn't working, they're not making enough money, they don't have enough cash flow, things aren't going the way they want to. And when I call them, I get a Rowie leave a message on their voicemail or one of those horrible mechanical ones that says, please leave a message and your message will be sent in a text message. Well, that's silly because text messages don't understand what I say, so I can't say that because I end up saying something rude, but I didn't even say it because the text message person translated it wrong. So analyze everything that you do. What does your social media look like? What's your, your phone response look like? Do you have a voicemail message? How are you answering the phone? And then when you meet somebody for the first time, Here's a great suggestion. Don't meet anybody for the first time if you're not ready or you're not the person you always are. So I'm, I'm tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional. I'm always that way whether I'm in the garden with my shorts and a hoodie on or whether I'm wearing a, a corporate business suit. I'm just that person all the time, so it doesn't matter. Uh, if I meet somebody, I'm always going to be tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional. It makes life really easy because you don't have to pretend to be somebody else. But if you're not that person all the time or you're having a bad day or you feel stressed, don't go meet new clients. <laughs> Would that be a good idea? When you meet somebody for the first time, be prepared to be happy, positive, solution finding, whatever it is that you use to describe yourself, but be that person. And is it possible that if people walk away from you feeling like they are important to you, that you are that they're special in your life, that you are a professional person and that they can trust you to do what you're going to do or go, you, that when you say you're going to do something, you're actually going to do it. Could that be a really good idea? And in business, those first impressions via the website, via your social media, via your voicemail message, via the, via the way you answer a text or an email and then the way you answer the phone, they are all first impressions <laughs> that will help people decide whether or not to do business with you, that whether or not they can trust you. And is it possible that if you take a long time to get back to people or you're rude on the phone, that the business connection might be broken forever, or you're going to have to work really hard for that person to trust you because already in their headspace is, well, they were late or they didn't answer the phone or they didn't follow up. Why is this important? <laughs> I bang on about this all the time because for me, 
First impressions are everything. Do you smile? Do you dress well? Do you treat people respectfully? Regardless of what's going on in your life. And I'll use that example again. Usually if you walk into a room and people have just had a fight or they're stressed or they're angry or they're grumpy, you'll be able to feel it. So the reverse of that, if somebody comes in contact with you for the first time, somebody walks into your office, your business, your health club, your gym, your retail space, or they go to your online business and they see a happy, smiley face, uh, that that leaves a different impression. <laughs> it's a different first impression. So we get to choose that. And if you're in business doing what you love, shouldn't that be easy? To be a beautiful, positive, happy, smiley optimistic solution finder would that be a great first impression to leave if you are leaving a first impression that is i can't trust you you're grumpy you're angry you're miserable you're arrogant you're rude you don't follow up uh, i wonder why businesses don't work now you might be in one of those industries or professions where you might be a builder right now or, and i use building as an example Buildings booming in most places around the world. It's very difficult to get a builder to build your house. But if you listen to the dooms and glooms, folks, <laughs> the building industry could be challenged. There might be coming a time when it's not so busy. Uh, in New Zealand, for example, there's been over 200 building businesses that have gone broke uh, over the global, fire, uh, global medical pandemic time. Uh, that's really sad. I don't want businesses to go broke. And maybe if those people had followed up on the people when they called and didn't get a response, and that's it. I'm just using a very personal example. Uh, the person who built our house, we ended up getting from a nearly two-hour drive away because I couldn't get a builder to call me back. It's interesting now, though, that some of those builders have gone broke. Uh, I'm asking you very personally, whatever business you're in, not for other people, but for you, so that you can look in your mirror at the end of your day and say, I've been a great business person. I've been professional. I've followed up. I've aimed to make people feel special. I've, I'm doing my business in a very special way. It's unique and different from everybody else, and I'm proud of what I do. Now, if people don't like that, that's okay. But you have to love what you do, and you have to be proud of the way you operate your business. So if you are, congratulations. And if not, could it be a great opportunity to analyze everything you're doing, and you get to change it because your business. Woohoo! I feel good. No, 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 no. I knew that I would now. No, 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 no. Because I love what I do. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs>